0: All right, and because three is a crowd, I'm here today once again with Kelly.
1: Yeah. Hello.
0: We're not in the bunker.
1: I know. It's so weird. We would have been in the bunker,
0: but we decided to, they let us out. (laughs) All that training was to get us in better podcasting shape.
1: It's weird to see the sun and like be in a nice bright room. Uh I like it.
0: Yeah, it's very different. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. Nice to hear the sounds of the street outside. Mm -hmm. We're we're touching the people over here. We've got a live audience. I'm
1: not, nope.
0: Touching the audience. Not touching audience. Not doing doing that. Uh, All right, Kelly, we are here today to talk about a little song called If Dogs Run Free. (laughs) Um, We are, of course, a Bob Dylan podcast, if you couldn't tell from that intro. We listen to a Bob Dylan song at random every week or an album, if the case may be. And we uh live with it, we sit with it, we listen to it, we build playlists around it, we think about it twenty four seven and then that's not true because the whole point <laughs> is that we just sort of live our life with it and then we uh meet up at the end of the week, we talk about the song, and sometimes we talk about it in nice locations, sometimes in a bunker, yeah, it's one or the other, really. So we are here today in the apartment. Uh, I've been listening to Bob Dylan for most of my life. Kelly has heard roughly the same number of songs as the number of kings defeated by the incoming Israelite settlers in Canaan, according to Joshua 12:24, all the kings, 1 in 30. And this week, we listen to If Dogs Run Free oh, yeah, from 1970's 31. New Morning.
2: If dogs run free, why not we? Across the swooping plain My ears hear A symphony Of two mules Trains and rain The best is always yet to come That's what they explain to me Just do your thing You'll be king
0: If dogs run free if you're still here, if you're not scatting, you know, Scootoo, pow, pow, pow. scatting around your uh, around your apartment or, or in your car, don't be scatting on the road. <laughs> None of that. Um, yeah, I know. It's like you can't even say scat anymore without just. It's bad. I know. It's pretty rough. But we do love dogs. We do. Very important. Uh, you have a dog. I do.
1: She's currently being a problem for our scheduling. Yeah, but she's the best. And we're going to give a you pictures dog. so we can put her on the internet. Yes,
0: great yes, you will be able to see pictures of. Kelly's dog. I do not have a dog, but I will put up um, my old dog Snickers and my old, old dog Annie that I grew up with. Did you grow up with dogs? Or
1: yeah, we had a Pitbull
0: lab mix and two yeah, boxers. Such yeah, that's yeah. adorable. And mine was a German Shepherd and a uh, Shepherd Husky. So big, yeah, dogs. Big, dogs. Got oh big dogs, big dogs. Oh my dogs. god, so big. So we will definitely be putting those out there. But let's talk about this song first. I wish we could talk about dogs all day. That'd be nice because that would be a lot better than talking about this song. <laughs> uh i mean maybe we're being a little too harsh on it but uh right off the bat before we get into it what did what did you think
1: Uh oh, it's just so funny it's like it's not supposed to be i don't think yeah. i mean this is a song made in earnest right like
0: well i guess we'll kind of get to that so there uh. are th- we listen to three versions of it so we did listen to uh the official version on on new morning 1970s new morning we listened to on volume 10 uh they've got a totally different take of the song um on another side uh um, Another self-portrait, sorry, Volume Ten, and then we also listened to. I found a just a random clip. I mean, it was the first place, first one I could find. It was from Germany, uh, Munster, Munster, Germany. Sure, that's a place, Munster, Germany. Yeah. If it's not, I'm just going to be saying Germany. So, uh, <laughs> it's from Germany uh, in the year 2000. So we've, and this was a song that he did not pick up until the year 2000. So this is pretty much like right when he rediscovered the song? Oh, so like he
1: didn't play it until then? Oh, no. no, oh.
0: not at all. And I think a lot of people assume that you this would be one of those. Just Don't never play. hear. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm f- probably for the longest time, like the other version wasn't out there either. So it's mm-hmm. like, how are you going to do the piano? How are you going to do all that stuff? It's like, you know what I think about that?
1: <laughs> like, it's just, I can't get over
0: that. It's amazing. All right, let's dig into the song. So this song itself was recorded June 5th, 1970, in three takes. And we got to listen to two of them. So I would assume that the other one's probably like a false start. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Although, I don't know, maybe the world's not clamoring for the third take of If Dogs Run Well, that
1: self-portrait bootleg one was good. That
0: was great. Yeah, it was a lot of, yeah, we'll get into those differences here. Um, yeah, this is uh, this was recorded at the very final sessions for what became New Morning. So we've done self-portrait before. Yeah. Self-portrait and New Morning came out basically right around the same time. So the final, this was recorded, like I said, on June 5th. Self-portrait, for, for all intents and purposes, came out on the 1st of June. And so they were recording this part of the sessions right after it came out. And if you'll recall back, probably in episode 10, when we first did our first self-portrait, which was uh, Days of 49, we talked a little about self-portrait and Grail Marcus's famous review that began, what is this shit? Mm -hmm. So clearly Bob Dylan, and this is like Hyland, I think, and maybe Michael Gray, too, say there's no way to separate. Like Bob Dylan would have been hearing this stuff, that people are trashing um, self-portrait. you know, And so... So uh, Highland, I think, notates that um, Bob wanted to do like a country cover thing because right now he's kind of like, you know, it's got a little twang to it. So he was recording a lot of covers at the time. And I think uh, according to Highland, he wanted to put out another covers record, which Self-Portrait is pretty much all covers. I think it is all covers as far as I unless there's maybe one or two. But because of the bad reviews, essentially that squashed any like cover record. And that's why this was the last one of the last songs where he just kind of picked it up from the floor and just kind of did it. And, you know, it's a really cool song. The piano stuff, it sounds really cool. It's like they were definitely working on it. Yeah. It's not like it's just some ham-fisted, like, acoustic ballad or some bullshit. Like, they really tried here. But it... I mean, it's,
1: I, it's like a full jazz lounge song. But you don't totally understand fine. why
0: it wouldn't be on a record.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, this is like a straight up jazz bar song. This is, doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And then the, the scatting just makes it ridiculous.
0: In 1972, there were some two literary critics that basically said that this song, quote, uh, was a delicious wordless vocal scribble of a black scat singer to render mysterious a rather empty lyric. There's also a bar in Vienna, Austria called If Dogs Run Free. Did uh, did you go there? Uh, I was in Vienna
1: for one second. uh, We were only at the bus station. I mean, I was there for two hours, but we went to a hamburger place right next to the no dogs run free.
0: No, it looks like a really swanky bar.
1: Vienna looked cool from the bus. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there was there was fun graffiti
0: and stuff. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. That's good. Uh, Insanely, he has played this song. I usually have you guess. We like to guess stuff.
1: Okay, well, if you said he hasn't pl- like didn't start playing it until 2000. Yeah,
0: so we told you this off the bat. Yes, but so he started playing this in 2000. He stopped playing it in 2005, just so we're on the okay, same page. Okay, 12. 12. 104 So He played it 104 times. What? Yes. And so Michael Gray notes this, and it was really interesting, and I never thought about it, because honestly, if I was listening to a live uh, version of this, I probably would have just tuned out if, if weren't Free. It's just not a <laughs> song that I care about. It's not a song I'd be looking for in like a 2000s. Bootleg, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I love Bob Dylan, but I'm not searching out every bootleg. And if I am, I'm not going for 2000. Although I should be.
2: The dogs i, like me. I a swamp of time. My ears hear a symphony, a tapestry. Oh, and my
0: true love to me. It sounded great. I, I thought it sounded great. awesome. But Michael Gray notes the similarities between another song called By and By, which shows up on 2001's uh, Love and Theft. We, Our very first episode was Honest With Me from Love and Theft, mm-hmm. same record. But when you listen to it, I, I played both of these before we went on, just because you had been listening to the 2001 but hadn't heard By and By, so when I played that, it was like, oh my god, it's so obvious. By and by, I'm breathing
2: a love of sigh. While I'm sitting on my watch, so I can be on time, I'm singing love's praises with sugar coated rhyme. By and by,
0: on you, I'm casting eyes digging a little bit I was like okay it's crazy because um he played um he played by and by 74 times from 2002 to 2005 so the fact that he played if dogs run free more than by and by which is a fantastic song is appalling to me right yeah. on the face of it but I just want to say that he he never played the two at the same time
1: for a good reason and only
0: twice he got close he played dogs on the ninth uh, on I'm sorry on April 9th. Uh, 2004 in Asheville, North Carolina.
1: Hey. And
0: then he played by and by on April 10th in Columbia, South Carolina. Hoping that there's not any overlap there. Because people would be like, oh shit, it's by and by. Oh no, it's if dogs run free. Weird. And then on the same the same thing happened on April 15th and the 16th at Boston's uh, Orpheum Theater. Oh, he many, did back-to-back concerts? Well, he did yeah, two nights stay yeah. at the Orpheum in, in Boston. And he played dogs on one and then by and by on the other. So he's being a little trickster. Apparently, you remember how we brought up. Um, I think this would have been on Man Gave Names to All the Animals, the Rolling Stone list, the reader's poll of the worst Bob Dylan songs. Mm-hmm. Guess what number this one is? Six. It's six. Absolutely. Hey, hey! you don't win anything because this Sweet. is an arbitrary, arbitrary thing. But yeah, it was ranked number sixth. Um, we listened to Four, which was Man Gave Names, so Four is even worse. I like that song better. <laughs> and of course, Wiggle Wiggle is number one. So Yeah, I do too, actually. I like Man Gave Names, which is weird and yeah. unfortunate. It's just a I little
1: think. more catchy. <laughs>
0: but it's fun that we bring up Man Gave Names to all the animals, because just like this, If Dogs weren't Free became... Uh, a, a children's book, right. and a pretty celebrated one at that. Wow. Um, Scott Campbell is the illustrator. I did not know this. Really cool art style. And actually, have you ever played this game, Psychonauts? Yeah, yeah. He's the art director for Psychonauts oh, and sure. uh, Brutal Legend. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, he does the he does the uh, uh, the artwork for for that. So we'll be tweeting that out as well. Uh, if you follow us, or if you go to our show notes, I will link all of the tweets for that because it's really really cool. It looks really good. Now the song is unique because of what Kelly?
1: Because of the terrible scat singing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes. Is it terrible? I mean, I don't. I guess I'm not an authority. <sighs> it mean, doesn't fit. <laughs> I te- mean, maybe it does fit, but I don't like oh, it.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, it's definitely a square peg, round hole situation. I don't know if it's like technically bad, but it, oh, it's jarring. It's jarring. Yeah, we and uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, we. I I I try to do my best. We put some scat songs on. Our playlist this week. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, big names, uh, Louis Armstrong, Ella Fitzgerald, Ella Fitzgerald, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, I was reading just a little bit on it, and I think the consensus was really, if you can do it, do it. And I would say Ella Fitzgerald, that version, that live in Berlin one, where she just like free associates for four minutes of the song, and then gets back into it, mm-hmm. is masterful. It's so good. But then, and, and the rest of the stuff that I put on there was stuff that sort of like predated Scat, yeah. so it was like a lot of building up to Scat, because I don't, I I just feel like anything after that that I did listen to was bad, or it was that Scatronica. I don't know how thing. you've never heard the song Scatman before. Never heard, but yeah, any it, of but
1: that. It, you watched the second season of Master of None, right? There's a whole scene there. He's in the back oh. of the cab, and they're listening to it. Like, that's a
0: really, really popular song. Wait, the back of the cab when he's driving alone? On
1: one of the dates, like, he's taken, like... Because you know how he's doing online dating in the second season? One of his online dates, they're headed back to a place. And they, like... He puts the song on, and then it's just, like, jump cuts of them making out, and then sitting awkwardly, and then, like... Wow, this song's really long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, yeah. uh, I'm a
1: scat man. I was so surprised you didn't know what it was. No. I'm a scat
3: man.
0: I mean, I, I remember that show pretty well, but I don't remember every music. cue I'm sorry. Um, I probably laughed out loud because that song is absurd. Oh, yeah. And so it, I just had no idea. But I was looking it up. It's like...
1: Vicariously, that makes bring me so it happy. Back. Back. Yeah, that this, this is the no first idea. time you've ever heard it. I'm like, oh, I wish I could have that moment uh-huh. again because it's so good. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know if I listened to the whole thing.
1: It's infectious like an STD.
0: It's like an STD and yeah. I don't
1: want it anymore. Right. Yeah.
0: So I stop it. I don't even let it keep going.
1: But the thing that, that you did to get it was probably fun. One would hope. So it was like, mm-hmm. it was like fun to listen to it. But now I'm... I'm gone. I'm glad it's gone. Yeah, I, I think it's something that just needs to. I
0: don't. It's hard to make those determinations because I just feel like scat isn't like a genre or like a instrument that maybe falls out of favor and then finds its way back into pop culture. Like I'm sure there are people still scatting. I know it's like genreed with jazz, and of course it's more of a joke today. Like well, you, you watch like cartoons and stuff when I was younger. It's like you always have that beat poet, that whatever, who's just scatting over there in the corner. It's, a, down. it's a joke. Yeah, uh,
1: I think. It's it's a you know it's a vocalization. It's it is. using your voice in a way to make a sound. that's not particularly like singing. Yeah. And I mean that's cool. I mean, the, you could really like muddy it up and be like, well then what's acapella? You know like what mm-hmm. it be, because it, it fits. It's the same kind of thing where anybody just goes la 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 in a song. It's like you're not singing words. You're not doing poetry at this point. You're sure. just making sounds and just sounds. that's fine. If it and that's really what it comes down to. Does it sound good? Does it sound good? This case with this song, dogs run free. No.
0: Yeah. It's upsetting. Well, and also with scats, too. Like, obviously, if you're going to ask anybody to do a scat thing, for me, it's (laughs) shibbity-doo-bop. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that. But I would say that's probably a majority of people's things. And that's Mm -hmm. not really what it is, because if you have somebody like Ella, who's totally, just completely inhabits her art... Mm -hmm. What she was doing was non-vocal and incredible. Yeah, and the you're fact giving that we yourself call it over scatting is one thing, but mm-hmm. for me, the word "scat" is really just like "shibidududubopdududubae," you know, like that kind of stuff. And that's that's on my own, and I feel like that's bad for me. I shouldn't feel that way, but also, I guarantee you, that's the mass perception of it. So, like, introducing this into a song, it's either going to be scat, scat man,
2: <laughs> where it's
0: a, sort of a joke, but, like, it might be infectious, like an STD, that kind of thing. It's like listening to Lou Bega and stuff like that. Like, that was the oh, same yeah, thing.
1: What happened to Mambo's number one through four, Lou? I liken it to, during a jazz ensemble performance, it's the opportunity for the vocalist to have a solo. Pop on there, I mean, it's the same kind of thing where
0: you're just. True, especially if you're doing the really stuff for right. you. Yeah, you're
1: just giving yourself doing. over. You're really just feeling whatever and, and making it fit, making it sound good. The jazz show I went to a couple of years ago when they were doing all Miles Davis covers, mm-hmm. uh, but then they did a couple of other songs. They had a, a woman doing the scat portions of, I think, an Ella song. So, I mean, like, there are people yeah. that practice doing it, yeah. but I don't know. I guess that's kind of fun.
0: And maybe yeah. if I was seeing it live or something, I would be more. She sounded good. More yeah. open to it. But
1: it's a song that was made. To have the allowance for that? I don't know.
0: It sounds it, weird in the song. It, it is not only weird in the song, but it's weird on the album, too. It kind of comes out of nowhere, and it's this near song. the end of the record. And it's just so does the pretty... rest of the album sound like this? This weird, no, loungy? No. Okay. Well, it sounds more like uh, the another self-portrait. It sounds more like that. That's more indicative of what's oh, yeah. on, and like the way he's singing and stuff like that. Because the way he's doing this one, it's very talk. He's just mm-hmm. kind of talking, and that's sort of the thing. Yeah, that one looks more, more kind of like, a song Yeah, better. And then he's singing the chorus and stuff like that. So let's get to the music. In harmony
2: with the cosmic sea, true love needs no company. It can cure the soul. Can make it home if dogs run free If dogs run free then why not me if dogs
0: run free if dogs run free This is just a common twelve bar blues, same stuff we've heard before. And it's got and Al Cooper. I mean, that piano is kicking. Yeah. Really. Oh yeah. Uh, he's the same guy who has been doing pretty much all of our stuff. He's doing all the organ from those '60s um, songs that we've been listening to. So he's been around for a long time. Yeah. So we got Al Cooper um, playing the piano. We got Bob singing, talking, and then we've got Maritha Stewart. I could not find any information. Oh, she's the. She's the one singing. And she's also the one in um, in the Bootleg Series one singing in the background as well. And actually, according to Bob, there was actually three of them. So let me actually tell you everything I know about her since... I don't know how often people talk about her. So uh, she is a gospel soul and a general session singer who recorded with a rock. And this is all from Michael Gray, by the way, mm. um, from the Bob Dylan encyclopedia, um, who recorded with a bunch of people. Uh, she was on Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Oh. She was on Philip Glass's The Photographer, a music drama in three acts. Mm. Harry Belafonte's Turn the World Around, which apparently was unreleased in the U.S. Uh, and on Nina Simone's 1978 album Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, also Judy Collins. Uh, oh, hey. my father. I know, it's all coming together. Bob Dylan wrote in Chronicles, because of all the things we want to know about Bob Dylan, uh, the recording of New Morning uh, was one of those that we got a deep dive into. And he says, uh, he doesn't even mention her. He says, quote, for for one of the sets of lyrics, Al Cooper, Al Cooper played uh, some Teddy Wilson riffs on the piano. There were three girl singers in the room who sounded like they'd been plucked from a choir, and one of them did some improvisational scat singing. That's it. Nice. <laughs> so not that he has to mention every fucking name in the world. He probably didn't know. But, um, yeah, it's just like, again, it's just one of those weird, like, hey, let's just get some girls down here. Yeah,
1: I mean, if they really just showed up for the day to record, and it's like, okay, bye. Probably.
0: Yeah. yeah it's just like, do something. Like, <laughs> I mean, you can just sing, if times run free, you know. Which she did on the other one. Which she did on the other one, yeah. Uh, so, the lyrics. Yeah. They're not, they're not, they're not terrible. no. Um, I think that they have a lot of really cool, evocative things. I, I'm, I'm, it's like we get close to, we get half metaphors,
1: like we almost yeah. are telling a story, but then mostly just like, why can't I just do
0: what I want? But you kind of do,
1: Bob, you yeah. are
0: doing what you want. But in a general sense, I but mean, the words like sound
1: good. like together. Yeah,
0: I think so, too. I mean, freedom is something that we sing about, I think, yeah. like love and other emotions. It's certainly something. I mean, the whole thing makes sense. Um you know, and then at the, the the last verses are like true love and talking about, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, some lines like, oh, winds which rush my tail to thee, so it may flow and be to each his own. It's all unknown if dogs run free. Well,
1: even like the little tapestry of rhyme. That's a cool. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. my
0: mind weaves a symphony. Yeah. Tapestry of rhyme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really good. I, I like that stuff. Um, And when he starts going into like the, the grass or whatever. Oh, yeah. The tall grass.
1: In harmony with the cosmic sea.
0: Harmony with the cosmic. Great line. Yeah, I think that that's. I think that that's good, and I think um, what you're saying is like he's not really reaching that. He's not like creating new metaphors, which he has done before, but like, I like. It's hard for me not to liken the songs to what we've already done. Mm-hmm. So I think about last week. I think about maybe someday, and how that song is basically all platitudes too. Like it's all just kind of generic. Maybe he says it in unique ways. We'll give him that a little bit. But for the most part, it's kind of the same sort of things you would hear in a song of that sort. Same thing here. I think all of his platitudes are pretty normal. But the way that they're all functioning, and even the way he sort of delivers it on the studio version, even though I don't like the song, I think it's effective. I think it works. I think it works for the piano, it works for the scat, and it works for the way he's doing it. If he's trying to do like something that is a cliché now... Probably wasn't a cliche back then. The art house, yeah, getting I mean, up and doing a that, a
1: weird beat poet thing. Yeah,
0: that's not a th- exactly. And so, um, so talking about beat poets, uh, I was looking at Bob Dylan in Philosophy, a book by Carl Porter. Uh, I'm going to quote something here and see what we think. So he says, "Quote the cynics, also dating back to the fifth century BCE,
1: uh-huh. were
0: typified by uh, Diogenes, born around 400, died around 325 BCE, who claimed for himself." <laughs> The freedom of a dog, defying human customs and living without shame in a natural state. The philosophy is contemplated in the song of dogs run free. Thusly, just do your thing. You'll be king if dogs run free. Pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's where sort of Bob Dylan's getting it. But also, I think that there's a link between, um, like, transcendentalism and the beat poetry. Um, When he talks about the blade of grass and being in a cosmic sea, like, that's Thoreau. You know, that's Emerson. That's, like, believing that God is not a man in a beard God is in nature God is right here Mm -hmm. and so I think that even equating dogs and freedom and all of that stuff it's sort of and you listen to a song song like Sound in the Window I mean our podcast is named after it it's something that longs for being a part of nature and being out in the world and I think a lot of New Morning I think that's where this song does kind of fit New Morning even though saying it musically it doesn't quite fit but lyrically and, and content wise I think it totally fits and I like it because I feel that stuff. I'm, I'm totally on board with that. You know, sort of being rolling your eyes at it if it's not really your thing. Especially the way he delivers it. It's, it's easy to mock it. I yeah. Yeah, so.
1: It's hard to hear that because of the song for me.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, and there's a, there's a I'll put it in here, but like there's a famous video of like uh, back in the day, Jack Kerouac reading on the road while some dude was playing piano.
3: All the stories I wrote were true because I believed in what I saw. I was traveling west one time, at the junction of the state line of Colorado, its arid western one, and the state line of poor Utah. I saw in the clouds huge and massed above the fiery golden desert of even fall, great image of God with forefinger pointed straight at me, through halos and rolls and gold folds that were like the existence of the gleaming spear in his right hand, which saith, Come on, boy, go thou across the ground. Go moan for man. Go moan, go groan, go groan alone, go roll your bones alone. Go thou and be little beneath my sight. Go thou and be my new to seed in the pod. Go thou, go thou, die hence, and of this world report you well and truly. Anyway, I wrote the book because we're all going to die. In the loneliness of my life, my father dead, my brother dead, my mother far away, my sister and my wife far away, nothing here but my own tragic hands that once were guarded by a world, a sweet attention, that now are left to guide and disappear their own way into the common dark of all our death. I mean, it's oh, basically, I
0: it sleep sounds fine, but it's alone. basically this, where it's like you're sort of riffing Just over music, and again, that's a super cliché now at this point. It would be some dude in a beret in a coffee house with a weird pencil mustache doing that. But back in the day, you know, you're trying to make a statement, you're trying to do something different. And that's really what it is. Like Bob Dylan is really just trying to do something different. He doesn't always succeed, but I'm glad that he tried. Yeah. I'm glad this exists. That's all I can say about it.
1: Yeah. Okay. glad yeah. well, this exists. It's not. It's not offensive. It's weird and jarring. Yeah. But mostly that's because of Scat Singer. Listening to the other version, the self-portrait one. Yeah,
0: the another self-portrait. Yeah. Uh,
1: that was a lot better. It's a good song. Even the regular version's okay. Like God, if she just wasn't. I
0: know it's, and you can't really, you can't really take her away from it. Do I want the other version on there, and then to take away Al's great piano? I really love yeah, that no, piano. that piano stuff. is
1: really good.
0: And I think if you take Al away and take the piano away and you take her away, what are you left with? Bob. Bob. <laughs> just Bob. <laughs> all right, so that's the episode. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's go to our recommendations.
1: Ooh.
0: All right, so Kelly, this week has been, uh, it's been busy. What else were you doing this week that you can recall?
1: I found a new reality show <laughs> called Elevator.
0: Found and...
1: it. You just found it. Well, it's on Hulu. Yeah, I was just like, don't oh, yeah, I don't know how I saw it. Anyway, I was looking for Halloween stuff because it's that time of year. It's almost Halloween month. Yes. Um. Yeah, it, the first season was really great. The second season fell off and they got canceled, I'm pretty sure. The first season's only eight episodes and this then it's is, uh... four and now it's horrible yeah but glowing. anyway so the satsuka sisters who are actually producers and directors and writers of horror stuff they're amazing they host it uh which seems like maybe they shouldn't be doing this because it's beneath them but the re- the perp like the premise of the show is three and then four in the second season again worse uh people are trapped in this kind of haunted house thing and they have to find their way through it doing these different challenges and they get money if they don't freak out and complete the challenges it's really fun and it's like the seed of a really really cool idea uh Stacia brought this up, but I think if you took, like, 20 people and put did the, like, do The Bachelor, but a scary, like, thing, where, like, in the middle of the night, you take people oh, and, wow. like, throw them into a, like, fucked up cerebral escape room situation, and if they don't get out, they just don't come back, and then everybody's like, well, I guess Charlie's gone. Uh, I think that'd be really cool. Like, you you keep them in a haunted, you know, air quotes, yeah. house the whole time, and, like, you just don't tell them anything, and, like, you, you do crazy psychological shit to them. Like, you will move stuff. Yeah. That day, like. Oh, I know. I love this here, and just like change the the door, like change the sides of the door, because I think it could be really that could cool. Be real. Yeah, this is not bad. No. Uh, it's a less good version of that. Anyway, elevator. That's what I would do.
0: <laughs> so if you're a TV producer out there, make that show.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Totally have one person at least watching it. Mm-hmm. That's it.
1: Scary real world <laughs> could be great. Well, I guess not real world because they didn't eliminate people on that show. They, they just don't. were there.
0: Anyway, right. unless you got kicked off. I want to recommend a bunch of music. <laughs> Shocker. Um Propaganda comes out this week. So I'm going to recommend just without. I've oh, been shit. I've been holding off cuz it leaked, but I'm like no, no. I, gotta, good I for got to I I'm just going to sit, I'm going to do the lyrics. I'm going to do it all. it's, it's got to be a proper experience. You only get the first listen one time. So you got to make it good. So probably tonight actually I'll be I guess, to give away when we're doing this. So, yeah, I'm going to wait for it to drop at midnight probably and listen to it tonight. So um, I recommend that 100%. This will be out on Monday, so it will have already come out. Uh, But some records that came out last week, just based on recording, I do want to recommend strongly all of these. Uh, Vultures United, I Still Feel Cold, is one of the best punk bands that I've heard. The last thing they did was 10... eight years ago 2009 I think was the last thing they did wow. this is a 30 song two discer had no idea dropped it it Whoa. was so long I was like oh is this just a compilation no totally all new material but it's
1: a punk record so it's 45 minutes anyway. no no it's an hour <laughs> it's over an hour actually wow. with both of
0: them uh, because you know they do some long ones the last track though is blatantly ridiculous it's like 11 minutes they just say the same things over and over again in different tempos which I kind of love the first time but you'll never listen to it again But it's great. It's like it all flows. It all feels like of one piece, which is unique. Uh, I want to recommend a band called Prawn, and they have a song called Run. And it's kind of – I think it's – I don't want to say it's like a concept because I haven't listened that deeply. But there's a dog on the cover, and this is clearly about dogs. So one of their songs, I think it's called Greyhound, is on our playlist. Uh, I think I put it at number two or three. Hmm. So listen to that. Mastodon came out with an EP called Cold Dark Place If you're looking for Halloween stuff, that's good The Bronx came out with V or 5 It's their fifth record They've been going you know, going one, two, three, four. So they're on number 5 And then Godspeed You Black Emperor Luciferian Towers If you want just a straight chill hang uh, While you're reading a book Or doing, you know, I don't know Whatever you people do that, That's a great, um, great thing to throw out there real podcast here we are we have a website sotwpod.com we have twitter at sotwpod i try to post fun bob dylan gifts. we do lots of stuff so like this week we're gonna put pictures of our doggies we're gonna put um uh the children's book if dogs are unfree we'll put up stuff like that we also do fun lyric stuff and just find some photos from the 1970s or 80s or whenever this is um you know, Bob Dylan, if you didn't know, it's a, he's a world figure. He's got lots of photos <laughs> out there. And, uh, you know, you want to stay tuned for the 80s stuff. So if you were listening last week, maybe someday you got lots of earrings. You got lots of poofy hair. It's great. Oh, yeah. It's great. 70s Bob, way more suit and tie. Not really. He's nice little nice little tie going on. Looks real dapper. He looks like a fancy farmer. Uh, so fancy,
1: farmer chic.
0: Ex- he invented it. <laughs> so, uh, so we'll be doing that. Uh, otherwise, no. We just um, this is the part of the episode coming up that we pick a random song. Uh, we are down to five hundred and
1: three. Oh, we're so at close this point.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's number ten. Yeah, it's right there. I don't have to search Uh
1: for it. I searched for it by when dogs run free. Not, oh. not a thing. What'd you put on your thing? On your? Oh, I put if. I mean, I figured it out. No. no, no oh, yeah, your... yeah. So that's what I searched for initially for the. The picture, and it was really bad. It was just like pictures of dogs, but then I, when I did <laughs> dogs, <Fuck run>. <laughs> 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 well, I didn't want to do that. It was too I on know. the nose. And then I found this really cool picture of a painting from the 1580s, I think, uh, oh. about Norwegian, Oh, I think Norwegian, um, turns of phrase. And, like, everyone is represented uh, as, like, a physical act in the painting. It's really fucking funny. And there's a bunch of... There's, like, five of them in there about dogs. Really? It's like, if a black dog is too close to you, (laughs) like, weird shit. That's fun. Yeah.
0: Well, look out for that. (laughs) Because you didn't bring it with you. I know. So, Kelly, out of one out of 503, what do you got?
1: 46.
0: 89. Hey. Not bad. That's close. Not bad. So, alternate reality... Could have been number 46. Okay. This would have been our first from a, a record called Times They Are changing changin The song is called The Ballad of Hollis Brown. Great song. Um, Does he have a lot of the ballad ofs? Yeah, because this was 64. So okay. this was the ballad of Donna White, the ballad of Emmett Till. Oh, okay. That song is incredibly sad. Mm. But we would get to learn a lot about South Dakota. That's where you were 89. Born. I was born there. Uh, so the right one was 89.
1: If you say blindly William McTowell... No, no. Stabbed with a fork.
0: 89 is probably one of my favorite songs. Highway 61 Revisited. Oh. From Highway 61 Revisited, yeah. the record. However, Kelly, all of this is null and void. Those are two forks of the road that we are not going to travel down.
1: Wait, wait. Is there, is there... There's a third, third fork.
0: fork. Oh, no! <laughs> you didn't see it in the <laughs> no. woods over there. But this is the kickstart to... Not just one episode for Woody Guthrie who passed away 50 years ago this week as this is coming out. But uh, in general, we are going to be celebrating Bob Dylan and Woody Guthrie over the next month. We're going to be doing um, Mixed Up Confusions just with Woody. And we're going to be doing Bob Dylan songs that are inspired by or have something to do with Woody Guthrie. So obviously the first choice And it pains me because Highway 61 Revisited, guys. Police whistles. He's got a... (laughs) You know, one of those kazoo sort of police whistle things? Sad. Song to Woody.
1: So the one's like, hey, hey, Woody Guthrie.
0: I wrote you a song. Yep. So we are going to be doing that to kick off our Woody Guthrie month. We are going to do nothing at all in life except for Woody Guthrie everything. And also Bob Dylan. And also Bob Dylan. Uh, He counts.
1: So Halloween month is also Woody Guthrie month.
0: How great is that? So dress up in your uh, Woody Guthrie garb.
1: Ooh, maybe I should be a Dust Bowl farmer for (laughs) Halloween.
0: You should. I guess we're giving away our first mix-up confusion. So we're going to be doing the Dust Bowl ballads of Woody Guthrie. nice. Uh, So that'll be coming out. uh, The Next one will come out next Monday, and then that will follow. Uh, So keep in tune with us. We're going to be doing lots of Woody Guthrie stuff. I have plans, so we're going to be doing it all month. I have plans. I have plans. <laughs> so many plans. And we, we love Halloween, so this is a chance to be Woody Guthrie for Halloween. And if you're going to be anybody in the world, we need more fucking Woody Guthries out there. So we will see you next week for Song to Woody. That's right. We're not rigid. I'm not rigid. <laughs> I'm really surprised, actually, you're I'm viewing not rigid. Right for The
1: Path. Because you are pretty like meticulous in following. Never forget.
0: Oh, I won't. Where we picked yeah, No Time to Think. That's right so many paths that night. We chose the right one. This is where we are. I love it. So we will see you next week for Song to Woody.
2: Yay! Bye! Bye! we're gonna die Yes, i both you and I Maybe not today Boys, I bowed to the keeper's whip for so damn long I think the sad truth is This enclosure is where your old man belongs But you, your hearts are pure When the condition has come to break you in I'll sink my squandered teeth You grab your little brother's hand Run like the wind And if I'm not there Don't look back I don't give a fuck about the original programs If I'm to extend, I count your last Motherfucker, gonna get a load of what I got planned